Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is a Milwaukee team uh, that you have seen at every turn trying to maximize, again, this championship window, and they make a really difficult decision today to move on from Adrian Griffin. This is Dirt and Sprague. Shot clock down to seven. Game clock at ten. What about the Jokic? Nothing going to leave open. Jokic for three. That's what I said. He is not the one you want to leave open because he's going to make the decision and or the shot. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Turner stunt. They want a foul. Brogdon has some timeouts. They got away with a double dribble or no? Is Phillips trying to call timeout? He's lined up on Brandon Schwab and he got teed up. He was actually out on the floor and he's still out on the floor. And that's going to be a double technical. And he's headed to the showers. Dirt and spray on 1080, the fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Hump day. Happy hump day, everybody. Hello, good morning. What is happening? Nice little uh, Wednesday morning here with you. We do got a nice little Wednesday morning. Felt good. I like to lay down and sleep with rain. <laughs> Just... Pouring on my house. The sound of rain. It was tough when the power went out. Not at, we're fan people. Sleep with fans every night. Just I like in the, the winter. Even in the winter, yeah. We Is run, it the noise? It's the noise. We also run hot. You know, you get the feet get hot. You can take them out of the covers. You got a little cold air hitting your feet. Well, oh, it's like seventh heaven. Man. Your wife is probably running hot and cold like all day at different moments. I mean, temperature might be our biggest concern right now because they tell you your house has to be decently warm for a baby. Our house never gets over sixty-seven degrees. Oh, People in the 20s figured it out. You'll be okay. <laughs> That's my thought process, too. But not having the sound of the fan, it was hard to sleep without power because of that. I'm so used to it now at this point. Yeah. You take it out of my life, it's like a missing link. I'm a big believer in, in that in the spring and summer because it does kind of feel nice when it hits the one leg that's out of the blanket. <sighs> Feels good. You know what I mean? The oh, blanket's yeah. like between your legs. One's under, one's out. So you're an oscillate guy? You like going back and forth with the fan? Or do you just keep it on one spot? Because I'm a one-spot guy. I want it on my feet, my feet only. Oscillate. Isn't that the word when you go back and forth? Is that the right word? Is that Dirt co- is correct. I, 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 I didn't question if it was real. I'd never heard that word in my life. Well, the way you said that made me question myself. I didn't think I knew that word. Maybe I made that one up. You're no. you're not stupid, but sometimes you just say a word, and I'm like, what? You know what that word is? You kind of put two words together sometimes. It works out. No, I what, what I've learned in my uh, 37 years of life is I don't have the fan from nipple up. If the fan is pointed near us, yeah. it's it's 
it's belly button down. That's what it's got to be. Because it's actually really bad for your throat. It dries it out. Your sinuses can get bad if the fan's just blaring in your face the whole night. Totally. It's not good. So I, I like it in that way. I'm not doing that in the winter. Mm. I, I have a nice warm Costco blanket that I bought. It's one of the best purchases I've ever purchased. That's all you need. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It is the worst feeling, though, when you end up, you accidentally have that fan on you and you don't quite realize it. And then if you're a, like a mouth sleeper, yeah. like you open your mouth while you sleep and you just wake up and you're like, you, you can't breathe. It's all dry. You need water. It's not good at all. It's horrible. It's a great sound effect you, you like just that? made you there. You want to be able to pull that one? I, uh, if we were in like a non-sexual gay relationship, you yes. and I, which- yes. You know, that's basically what this is. We meet up every day. We're partners. Yeah, we are partners. My family thought we were gay for a while. <laughs> Do you not remember that story? I always forget that story, and then you say it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, they really thought that. I had four family members that legitimately thought we were gay. That was a thing for Just a while. because we worked together? No, or? because when we went to the Nebraska-Oregon game years ago yeah. in Lincoln, we, Nebraska. We didn't stay specifically in this... used the word partner, partner instead of co-host. My mom oh, came back, right. and she that's was having was. coffee with some that's family members right. and said, Andy's partner joined us in Lincoln. <laughs> and, the, and they said, well, I'm glad that he's... Come, he's, he's accepting of that now. <laughs> Were they like, finally, <laughs> finally, he's admitting he's all gay. these red flags over the years? It all makes sense now. The partner, what? No, not that there's anything wrong with that. One of them, <laughs> one of them, still in the back of their mind. Yeah, yeah this marriage is fake. He's Seeing the baby, kid. he's oh. having a kid. Is that is that his? <laughs> not buying it. <laughs> not buying it. But the the one thing I think that would ruin our relationship, and I I will. Raise my hand proudly and loudly here. I I I don't run hot. I get hot, but I'd rather be warm or hot than cold oh, at all. Out. Yeah, we're done. We're we're toast. So when relationship I co- over. Yeah. So when I come in, it's like sixty four, which isn't awful, but I'm st- I want to be comfortable. So uh-huh. I crank that heater up to seventy two, and by the time oh, he gets in here, it's a, a, it's right now it's kind a, of a sauna. It's a sauna, a sauna in here. Man. It is. And I'm sweating 66, already. Sixty six, sixty seven is where that. Thing. Yes, thank you. No, I yeah. have that thing at seventy two. Oh God! You oh, get God. older, what you are get you cold. In a nursing home. What are you? You my, got no meat on your bones. Go eat a steak, huh? Put on some weight. How much do you think I weigh? Come on, buck sixty five tops. No. That's up, all you got. Up uh, maybe one seventy. Actually, yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> extra pounds. Yeah. See, you just yeah, go eat a couple of porterhouses. You'll be fine. I don't have a lot of memories of grandparents. All my grandparents have been dead for a long time. I don't have a lot of great memories of my great-grandparents. My One of my only memories, I have two memories of my great-grandfather. Uh, one is he kind of instilled my food-sharing phobia <laughs> because he sneezed on a chili dog one time. And I, had, and I had to eat it. Yeah, you're not touching that anymore. I was so upset. And the second one is That's every time not relish. <laughs> it's a garnish. That's kind of what it was, to be honest with you. It, it wasn't snotty. It was just like I. Could, it was just wet. It was and chunky. And I'm like eight years old. I'm like, oh, I hate you. It's the worst kind of sneeze. He's like, don't you waste food in this house? I'm like, ah, oh, just die. Starving children in China. Come on, eat that, eat that chili dog. I know this is really dark to say, but I believe it ate after he had told me we don't waste food in this house. In my head, I was thinking, just die, please, <laughs> just keel over, just get it over. Yeah. But my second memory is every time we visited them, which is about two times a week. We always had to watch Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune at their house. Wow. 
and it was a county dog Tuesdays at A&W, so we pick up a ton of chili dogs for like 40 cents. Uh, he was always in a blanket up to his neck. That uh, cold. Like from feet, he had a recliner, and he had blanket so he had from circ- feet. circulation issues. Well, he had some, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was really old, so I didn't know anything about what was happening medically, but like his blanket was always up to his neck. And I think that's going to be me when I'm his age. You're going to be the old guy that's tucked under the blanket? I'm going to have a Snuggie. Yeah, I'll have a Snuggie. Look, here's all that matters, though. To the original point that uh, you and I could not cohabitate because we have we run at different temperatures. And we, we butt heads at times during the show because of our temperatures. As long as your significant other is in the same boat as you, you're fine. you got nothing to worry about. The the legit I have a buddy who's like a legitimate wife, multiple kids. Like legitimate. I don't know why I use legitimate. That's a weird word choice. Does anybody question the legitimacy of his wife? wife. I don't know. I need to see documentation. (laughs) And she runs the marriage documentation. Not a good thing for a white guy to be saying. I I have uh, a beard, not a mustache. I have a beard, (laughs) not a mustache. And she runs extremely like uh, cold. So she always like heated blankets, multiple layers. Sure. And he is exactly like me. He wants the house to be 65 degrees. And every time I see him, I ask, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how. That she'll have to turn the heat up, then he has to like open a window, mm. but then she has to have a heated blanket, but it can only be on her side of the bed because then he gets too hot. I don't know how you make that work. So here's my thing my house is 67. And the way my house is built, it's like tall, but it's not like massive. And people come over and complain that it's really cold. I'm pretty comfortable in it. And if I need something, I have blankets all over my house. I just put a blanket over my shoulders or something. I only turn that on to start it being warm, and then dirt usually turns it down and off, and I'm fine the rest of the go. show. Yeah. yeah, I can you adapt. Just, I just need to be warm to start. I like to be warm and comfortable. You just need to get to that certain temperature. Yes. Now, my wife has, in the pregnancy, pushed the boundaries a little bit. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a cold guy. I like being cold. I'm okay with that. She'll get hot at, like, 64 in the house. Y- yeah. And I'm yeah. like, uh... <laughs> You want me to turn it down? She's an incubator. I'm freezing. Yeah, she's got another human with her. <laughs> hey, come on. We're pregnant. Let's think about us both right now. We're okay? pregnant. We're yeah. both pregnant. It's yeah. 2023. Is it a legitimacy? <laughs> is it legitimate pregnancy here that we're talking about? I don't know. We'll find out in a couple of weeks, man. See what, what a, it looks like. What a statement about a friend's wife. <laughs> I love you, Crawford. Legitimate wife. <laughs> you should change her Instagram handle it to should. Crawford's legitimate, legitimate wife. Legitimate wife. She's real. I've seen her. It's not a fake person in Canada. He's hired somebody with kids and he's claimed that those are his kids we don't know somebody said nursing homes are freezing you got to keep the bodies from decomposing that's a great way to start the day good morning no every nursing home i've ever been in is like 75 degrees which is why it's eight thousand dollars a month for your loved one to live there and you never visit them yeah you just flush your money down the toilet but they got to stay warm they're all cold heat up i've thought about running one of those homes with no expertise because i've i've had people that have put a loved one in one of them, and I found out how much they have to pay a month for that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. What a business. That's yeah. I'm getting seven thousand a month per head. A lot of insurance those places have to pay for. I mean, there's people falling over left and right. You're breaking hips constantly. Yep. It's oh, a yeah. yeah. You got STDs are running rampant they in those are. buildings. You got old sex everywhere. <laughs> old sex. smells like love and dust. <laughs> this was her stabbing cabin. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Hey, happy Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Happy for a lot of you. Boy, we got into a lot of things here. Gay relationships, legitimate yeah. marriage. Yeah. We even heat. have a gay listener who is texting into the show. I love it. Look at that. Come on in. Full circle. We're all friends here. You're damn yeah. right we are. We have a lot to get to today. I think I witnessed the Blazers second round draft pick last night, so. 
Yeah, I think you uh, <laughs> think you realized a lot last night. You were talking high and mighty about winning that game, and you blew a 14-point lead. Ouch. <sighs> yeah. This was a rebuilding year for the Toreros. The fighting Lavins came in. <laughs> fighting Lavins. <laughs> they got to slick their hair back and got D2 a dub. transfer from Black Hill State. Swag goes nine from threes. Black Hill State. Swag Drop real nine place. threes on us. Swag what? drops this. They blew a 14-point lead. The Pilots did. They lost by five <laughs> yes. to this kid who hit nine threes. Swag four. goes. It was four. What? 85-81. We lost by four. Whatever. Come on, get your numbers right, okay? <laughs> this is a more, we're trending in the right direction. We only lost by four. You know things aren't going well when Swag drops this line. Yeah, that kid was a stud at D2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure you just made up that college that he transferred from. I don't think that place Lock exists. Hill State in San, uh, uh, that South Dakota. Exist. Nope, doesn't exist. They went to two uh, D2 Final Fours. <laughs> There's no chance that place is real. There's no chance <laughs> no. at all. Not buying it. Not buying it. Uh, we got Matt Mayoko at 8 a.m., so we'll continue our NFL playoff things. I, I'm saving Detroit for Friday. I Yeah. I'm being honest here, I, and some listeners don't like this, and you I know, get My only concern about Friday is that the travel day. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if every person covering the Lions is going to travel. Well, that's true. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I think they okay. go, f- well, yeah, I'll get it figured out, but okay. we'll get a Detroit person. I am, and I always kind of have been a bandwagon from a, my childhood and adulthood. I've been a Niner fan and like, it's awesome. I, I think this is a lot of fun. This run. I'm in a weird place because every day I read about the Lions, every day I listen about Lions, and I just love the Lions. I think they're a great story. I know why America's rooting against my team. And people don't like to hear this, but, like, admittedly, if the Niners lose, I'm going to be kind of pissed. I'll be questioning some Shanahan things. I'll also be watching Dan Campbell celebrate, and I'll kind of be happy for him. But it's the Lions. Oh. It's the Lions. Imagine just the saying Lions. that five years ago. The Lions the are going to go to the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. I mean, Dan Campbell at media day for the Super oh. Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it would be very I mean, entertaining. Us in this business, that's a dream. It is a dream. You know, his post-game speech, one funny line he dropped into this big emotional thing where it looked like he was going to cry. He has a line where he's talking about their, their schedule, and he goes, we got two more. With a bye in the middle. With a bye in the middle. <laughs> he was really excited about that bye. He get a week off. He was man. really jacked for his guys because he was a player. He knows what those buys can mean physically. They have not won a road playoff game, I believe, since 1957. Yeah, that so, is correct. All right. They're, they're due. <laughs> I listened to uh, some play, some NFL things, and uh, matchup-wise, it doesn't feel great for them. Mm-hmm. But also, we kind of said this about Green Bay and San Francisco, and Shanahan choked on clock management. And Who the hell knows who's going to show up on that 49er sideline this week? I don't know how good Brock Purdy's going to be or if no. Aiden Hutchinson's going to be a nightmare. So we'll save the Lions for Friday. Try to work for Baltimore. Baltimore's a hard city to find somebody at. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it is. Uh, Baltimore tomorrow, and today, Matt Mayoko, the Daily Ticker, will be bumped to 8 a.m. we got Statter Story we're going to get to as well. Swag has a really nice Statter Story. NFL Zigger Zag I've cooked up, one with audio. I can't wait to throw some things at you. Love it. But we will start, we will start the very controversial Blazer loss at Oklahoma City last night. We'll start there, Dirt and Sprague, on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back in. Uh, quite the night in the association for our old Blazers. You guys lost your 13-point spread bets. What are we doing here? What are we doing? They've they've already stolen my joy as a fan. Now they're stealing my money. Yes. They took my money last Friday. What are we doing here? <laughs> Come on. Well, it started out in an optimistic viewpoint from you. It was they were great. down 10 after 1. First quarter was beautiful. I wasn't watching the game. I was tracking because I don't care enough to watch. And then I saw in the second quarter they had the lead, and I thought, I need to turn this on and watch this game. I, I want to get to the everything. I just, something you, you, you touched on there. Yeah. This isn't a judgment. It's just a question. Mm-hmm. Were you watching anything? Like, why not just... I, I, this is my only question for you and, and listeners like you who are pretty honest in our Twitter mentions. Yes. If you're not watching anything but you're watching TV, why not just watch it? Even though who cares if they win? New Hampshire primary, baby. Big primary night last night. You were tuning into the New Hampshire primary? I'm old. What do you want from me? I care about politics. I'm weird. I know. Did Haley get your vote, or are you, uh, you want MAGA Exit again? polls were fascinating. <laughs> Results. Everybody's giving speeches like they won. I love it, dude. I'm here for it. Tim Scott had quite the uh, was, clips that I saw. He was standing back there. He's out there. Uh, he wasn't just standing. He's standing to the podium. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love this guy. I love you, man. <laughs> A lot of makeup that guy's wearing today. Um so Oklahoma City starts out strong. Then Portland outscores them by 18 in the second quarter. Just a breakthrough second quarter for the old Blazers. Yep. OKC had a first quarter and thought, this game's over. And then Portland said, eh, we actually came to play tonight. And it it was a dogfight. Yep. And Portland played pretty well. Scoot had a great game for them. Ant wasn't efficient with, well, he was 5 of 12 from the field. But he hit some big shots down the stretch. I thought Jabari was awesome. Like, he was great. Jabari's been one of the bright spots of this crap season so far to me. Uh, I said yesterday, I can see the vision, but I can't see the vision in the vision. Jabari's one of the pieces that I look at and I say, feels like a guy. Feels like a guy. I think it's, what, three straight games now in double figures for him or with a double-double? I mean, he's he's on a nice little run here in the last week. He plays pissed off. He's a smart player for his age and his inexperience. He's just making things happen for them. Why haven't you brought up Dominating yet? 
It's a conversation, so, I think, no. for a different day, to be okay. honest with so, okay, you. Okay, I just uh, didn't know. I didn't know if we wanted to talk about I Dominate I did bring it up night. on a poll question, and I got <laughs> called out for it, and then he went and had five points and seven rebounds. I didn't know he was playing half the game. I forgot that he was even in the lineup. I thought that he could snowed in in Oklahoma City, too, and not make it to the arena. So uh, let's get to the play-by-play here. So this is Blazers up one. Yes. There's about 30, 40 seconds left. Brogdon has the ball near the sidelines. Blazers have timeouts. Oklahoma City's going to double, obviously, to try to create a turnover. Portland and any other team in this situation, refs are normally looking for timeouts to be called because that's what happens. Yeah. The ref, for some reason, didn't hear or pay attention, didn't see Brogdon or hear Brogdon. Chauncey's screaming, but his hands are low, so I don't think the ref could see it up. These guys are, you know, 6'7", 6'8", and no timeouts called. Brogdon gets frustrated, drops the ball again. He's called for a double dribble. Swag, let's play the uh, the technical sequence. This is from Bally, Oklahoma. I wanted to play our buddy Demers. I couldn't find the cut. We mm. couldn't find the cut. Here is Bally, Oklahoma's call on the Chauncey Tech. Turner stunt. They want a foul. Brogdon has some timeouts. He got away with a double dribble or no? Is Phillips trying to call timeout? He's lined up on Brandon Schwab and he got teed up. He was actually out on the floor and he's still out on the floor. And that's going to be a double technical. And he's headed to the showers. Now you've got Scott Brooks out on the floor. The Blazers incensed that they didn't get the timeout call. Well, I don't know why the player didn't call it. Brogdon tried to dribble the basketball, and he had his back to Chauncey Billiton, and and Chauncey was pretty upset as the coaching staff was grabbing him. Brogdon trying to call timeout, got tied up, then dribbled. You see the indication that he was trying to call timeout. Chauncey Billiton thought it should have been granted. Brandon Schwab didn't give it to him. Phillips out on the floor. All right. Well, they, he gets tossed after that. Yes. He is ejected from the game. Oklahoma City gets the free throw, ties it. Williams hits the two-point shot. They go up. They end up winning. I. This isn't important, but I love that our out-of-bounds play is a lob. <laughs> With two seconds left. After Ant had hit a deep three. Like, I don't care if he's five feet behind the three-point line. I'd rather Anthony Simon shoot a three there. you got enough time to catch and dribble twice with two seconds left almost. I mean, that's, that's an eternity in I, NBA world. I hated that play. It was a horrible play. I hate that play. Malcolm Brogdon throwing a lob to DeAndre Ayton at the rim, and it came up short. Well, here's Chauncey in the post game uh, talking about that sequence and getting tossed this is a tough situation you know we got timeouts referees usually are prepared for that you know that instance that situation I'm at half court trying to call a timeout it's just this is frustrating play Malcolm should feel just as frustrated he was trying to call a timeout as well what else would you be trying to do in that situation you know it's just it's a bang bang easy simple play two refs on this game dirt our first-year refs, they had two refs in their first year working the same game together. Doesn't seem like a good strategy. Well, the refs are having a bad moment. The league in itself is struggling in a lot of ways. I've always said, love the sport, hate the league. 
Swag and I talked about this before the show. The Minnesota Charlotte game with Cat 62 that they lost. Yeah, two nights ago. The last two minute report came out, and the NBA said that they missed 12 calls <laughs> in the last two. Just in the final two minutes. That's so incredibly bad. This was. I, who cares about winning and losing, right? Like if you're if you're tied up and oh my god, I'm so bummed that they lost. Like get a life and go outside and touch some grass. Well, but it would. Look, I I, I hear you, but it would have been kind of cool for them to win. That I don't game. No, no, it would. It does. It means literally nothing I, okay, in the grand scheme right, of things. Right, nothing right. changes. Okay, you're fine. still in the same spot. There's no impact. All right, win you poo pooed my party. <laughs> Leave me alone. But here's what I will say. I'm actually first off, it it turned out perfect because it was a competitive game that you lost, and that's exactly what you want. You don't want to get blown out. You want to be involved late and give. Fans Fans a reason to watch for four quarters. I and I think other fans have asked over the last couple of weeks for Chauncey Billis to show some fire, some passion. Like in games where his team just completely no shows, can we like break a clipboard on the sideline? Can you get tossed early? Can you show some emotion? I was glad that he did this last night. It probably cost him the game, gave him a free throw. They missed the first one, made the second one, and as you point out, hit the game winning shot before uh, Portland's final possession. But I, I I loved it that he got pissed off. That was a BS call. They were clearly fouling Brogdon. And I hate that officials don't just quickly blow the whistle in those situations when the team is clearly trying to foul. Well, but you say that on the side of the team with the ball and the lead, when it's your team down one and you send a double, you kind of want that to be extended See, a couple I, seconds so they can maybe get the steal. There's bias there, undoubtedly, when it's working against your team or for your team, but I hate that they're allowed to basically do whatever they want in those moments. You grab an arm, you scratch a guy, but you know that if it's it's a foul, it's not the end of the world. That's ultimately what you want, and so if you hammer a guy pretty hard, it doesn't matter. They're going to call the same foul either way. Billups was clearly trying to call a timeout. Brogdon himself tried to call a timeout. They didn't grant any timeout. Like, I'm glad that he got pissed and he got tossed from that game. That's exactly what I want to see. I don't know if he can coach his way out of a cardboard box, but at least showing some passion when your team gets screwed, dude, that was a plus night for me for Chauncey Billups. What do you do if you're the NBA? The Blazers protested this call after the game, by the way, and Woj is the one that reported it, and now Portland is waiting on the league to protest this. They're the, not going to get this. No, I mean, well, it'll, it'll never happen. It's a symbolic protest. It, this happens in baseball all the time. Well, Every this has happened. No, hold on. It, it has... They have it doesn't happen often for sure. It's right. probably not gonna work. They did this in Miami when Shaq was a heat. Mm -hmm. They protested Shaq's sixth foul. Shaq left the game. It was an it was uh they were wrong on the foul. And when they redid this, they won the protest. They brought that game back months later. <laughs> like played from that moment of the sixth yes. foul. <laughs> no points were scored in the final 50 seconds when they replayed it. Shaq wasn't even on the heat. Yep. <laughs> Shaq was gone at that point. That's fantastic. So, yeah, that, so that's the last time this protest worked. That was a worked. technical scorebook keeping yes, error. Yes. Like they, in the book, they, they assess gave them an extra a foul, foul to uh, the wrong player or something like that. It takes a very, very specific technical miscue like that. Isn't this a? I mean, this does kind of fall under that, right? A it's standard time. I mean, you're just gonna say that we didn't. The official didn't see it. You need to be more vocal. If you saw you the need pool report from the like, lead official, that official over there was correctly in position, and he was staring at Brogdon to call the play. It's not his responsibility, as Chauncey yeah. alluded to, to pay attention to him if the play is in front of him. Well, here's the other part of this. Now, what the offside officials looking at? Yeah. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. Is like there has to be a ref. Keeping an eye on Chauncey specifically in that moment while the sideline ref is watching the play and the other ref is keeping an eye on things. You have to have an eye on the coach. Yep. I mean, that's just standard protocol. 
And this league right now, damn the Portland stuff. I mean, that was wild, and it sucks to lose like that. This this league has a little bit of a ref problem right now. Oh, it for sure does. And you know where this is going to hurt the most? Playoffs. You wait. You wait until that sequence happens in a playoff game. Then what's the league going to do? I mean, you had, I can't remember who they were playing, but the Lakers had this moment earlier in the season. It was almost an identical play where they inbounded the ball. Was it LeBron who had it or he was maybe away from the ball? But it was there was a strip and an easy layup, but they granted the Lakers the timeout in the game because it was somebody got trapped or double teamed in the backcourt. He eventually had the ball stolen from him, and then somehow as the ball was already stolen, they granted There's the, the Lakers a timeout. Yep. And so there's a lot of inconsistency here. The only other thing that I just... That was the Phoenix game, I was think. Was it the yeah. Laker-Phoenix yeah. game? I just remember it was LeBron and everybody, oh, of course, the Lakers get that call, and here it is, Portland not getting the call. I, the, the only other thing that I just got to get off my chest from last night, and yeah. I've, I have harped on this a lot this season, oh. and I got to do it again. Yeah, go ahead. Dude, like, the, I, I have not watched every Blazer game from start to finish. You didn't this, even watch last night. This team sucks, and I don't care that much. Stop crapping on my But I was watching last night because they were costing me money, and I wanted to see if OKC would wake up. In the process of watching, it was really fun to see Scoot have one of his best nights in the NBA. Scoot was fantastic last night. And there were moments where he was he was a plus 17 off the bench. I know we don't care that much about that stat, but that's important for me. He had the moment late in the game where he drove and had the good finish at the rim. The strong, end one. That was strong, a strong move. Dude, I lo- in 26 minutes, he was fantastic. And then you get in the final four minutes of the game in which he has played one of the best games of his NBA career. And what happens? They sit him on the bench for Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. I, it, I get it. You're trying to showcase Brogdon. Brogdon is better than Scoot. You Nobody would to, argue against it. Yeah. But, like... It just it it drove me nuts last you night. You don't thought, need to showcase a player that everybody already knows about. <laughs> he won six man of the year and he's having a good little season in Portland. You don't need it's that's not what it is. This is the only reason I would care enough to watch games is to see how he develops and how he plays in certain moments. And I get that he's gonna have his clunker nights. He's 19 years old, and I understand that. He's had a lot of them this year. He was terrific last night. And to not have him on the floor handling the ball late in the game, learning valuable lessons that he could lean on. Yeah. It was it was driving me nuts at home. Uh my wife didn't know anything about Scoot and we went to the game Friday. We had pretty good seats for what we paid. She liked the goggles. Well, she looked down and she goes, hey. who's who's uh, double zero? And I told her, that's the rookie they just drafted. He's a point guard. And she goes, oh, a rookie? And I go, yeah, he's 19. And she goes, he's built like that at 19? <laughs> and I went, yeah, something ain't right, right? You should see college football players if you think that's big for wow. 19. <laughs> go see a defensive end. Massive. We don't go to a lot of college football <laughs> games together. But, yeah, she would probably have a similar reaction. These kids are in college. I say that every time I'm on a set, like, how? How is that a 19-year-old? What? No. That 18-year-old would whoop my ass right now. I would not stand a chance against that kid. Devastating loss last night. Maybe necessary to lose the game, but I'm I'm with you. Like, I don't need Brogdon at the end of the game. Give me the scoot. Scoot's having a good night. Let him build some confidence all the way through it. He was great last night. Good for Scoot. Joke of the league. Get your refs in order. You are staring down the barrel of a real problematic situation come playoff time if that's the way your officiating is going to be and continues to be. I'm going to stick in the NBA and then we'll get to some, we'll get to a lot of NFL. I promise. Just stick with us because our old buddy Dame Lillard, something massive happened in his life yesterday. So we'll talk about that and then we'll get to NFL zigzag, dirt and spray next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know, admittedly, at this time of year, it's not often we have back-to-back basketball segments here, and so I understand everybody, it's like football, 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 feed me my football. (laughs) Feed me more football. When you have an NBA playoff favorite firing a first-year head coach. With a 30-13 and record. (laughs) Tends to draw some attention. Second in the East. That was one of those when I saw that announcement today. I wasn't surprised because you've talked about this a lot, but I thought to myself, I don't really know how the Bucs are doing, and I went and looked at the standings and just started laughing. I think you could look at the standings and definitely have that conclusion. If you've watched them, they've been very clunky and weird. For sure. And there's been rumblings behind the scenes since before the year even began. And they've had some games where they've just absolutely laid some eggs. Oh, yeah. They've gotten gotten destroyed in games. And even the games that they've won in those 30 wins, there's a lot of like, Giannis saved us in the final five minutes. Dame hit a shot from nearly half court to win the game. It's not been clean basketball. Kevin O'Connor said this. I didn't know it was this bad. One big glaring uh, coaching mistake, and I say this as, you know, really one of kind of the top eight coaches in the sixth grade Hoopers League in uh, the Clackamas County area. You got the pedigree to back it up. There's only eight of us, actually. So I'm in that top eight somewhere. Top eight. Uh, Run the pick and roll with Giannis and Dame seems like a fairly obvious thing. Do you know Kevin O'Connor told me they run it ten times a game? Really? I'd They're, be running it 10 times a quarter. I, yes. How do you defend possession? that? My only offense would be pick and roll yes. with Damon Young. We're starting there roll, until teams roll, show us how they're going to defend it <laughs> and come up with something that forces me to look at a different set. I'm doing that. Yeah. They have fired Adrian Griffin. They are 43 games into their season. They're second in the East. And now it appears that they're going to hire Doc Rivers, according to CNN Sports, that doesn't exist. They are going to hire, or they have hired Doc Rivers, but Woj, Shams, and Haynes have all not been able to verify if that's true. Can't confirm the report. So now we're in this weird reporting, misreporting, who screwed it up, but why are they not admitting they were wrong? But ultimately, the Bucks have fired Adrian Griffin <laughs> while they're second in the East, and the, the intel is that Doc Rivers is going to be Damian Lillard's new coach. It was really weird last night seeing the TNT crowd, uh, or the TNT crew, I should say, break this news and then have nobody else report or talk about it. Yeah. Like, they legitimately did segments, and Shaq's talking about Doc Rivers and how he needs to win another ring, and it's been a long time, and nobody else would confirm or corroborate the report. It was very, very weird, and we're still waiting on that other shoot to drop. I... This is, and I, you know more about this than I do, but I, even I, looking at the way their season started, 
Terry Stotts is one of the easiest get-along, go-along guys in the NBA. He is a great offensive mind. Nobody questions that. I still believe he got railroaded, and I would trade him in a flash for Chauncey Billups to be the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers again. When he got canned or walked away or whatever labeling they put on that before the year started, that I mean, that was all you needed to know, that this is not going to work, this isn't going to go well, and it's been hilarious in the last 48 hours or so, or 24 hours, I guess, since he was fired, to see some of the little things come out. I don't know if I got ball sacked, but I want to believe that if the report was true that Giannis said that he was making fun of, fun of Thanasis, saying he was committing insurance fraud by being on, on an NBA roster. I don't know if I got ball sacked. You I just want to believe that. There's no way that's true. Does Thanasis host a podcast? Is that a true thing? Does he actually have a podcast? I, Thanalysis? That... <laughs> Because I thought I saw that yesterday. He's going to have Lillard on his next episode, and they're going to, like, share dirty laundry. I'm kind of here for all of this. You don't see this happen very often, and it was very entertaining yesterday. All right, so you're just keeping tabs on Dame. You're not really, like, paying. No. You're not diving in much. No. Yeah. I mean, I know he's having a decent year. They're having a good year. They're Well... Yeah. I mean, they're 30 and 13. I know. They're second in the East. I know. It sounds dumb. <laughs> but 40 I, games to go. The I, regular season doesn't matter. I certainly <laughs> haven't watched all their games, but I've watched a decent chunk of those games, and I'm just like, yeah. this is weird well, and I, not good. Sure, and I'm I not heard, saying that he shouldn't have been fired. I'm okay with firing him if that if there's this many red flags, but I also, you know my stance on NBA coaching. Like People want to make the Doc Rivers jokes. If you have Giannis and Dame, I'm still going to pick you to win a playoff series. They've uh, reportedly played the easiest schedule in the Eastern Conference so far. So they will have a boatload of the top teams coming down the stretch. Me and a friend of the show, Eric Gunderson, were texting the day that Terry left. And we we were basically in lockstep. We we're like, this feels a, a little David Bladdish. <laughs> and yesterday it was reported that he got fired, which was a little later than I, I thought he was going to get fired around Christmas was kind of like a lot of the tea leaves. And so he hung on. And I'm like, well, I guess they're just Cool, they'll ride this out. They're second in the East. What can you do? They fired him, and, and me and Gundy text immediately like, hey, there's the David Blatt There it is. He's gone. I don't know if – I think most people are thinking Doc Rivers is not necessarily the answer for that. But if Doc Rivers comes in and instantly says, run the pick and roll. <laughs> You're going to be fine. You can probably get better than what they have been. Boston's a juggernaut. Philly might add some depth and some good pieces near the trade deadline. You know, after that, it's it, it just kind of feels like really only a three-horse race in the Eastern Conference right now. I would argue it's two, and maybe I'm wrong on that. I The Philly thing is great. I just, I've seen that movie before, and yeah. I don't think, and maybe they make sure. a move at the deadline, and this could be the year, and maybe, you know, Embiid's good enough to do it. Boston's also got some of their warts in the postseason, including last season. That was kind of an embarrassing exit for them. I, this is why I just kind of chuckle. Like, I think it's a smart move to fire him. This guy clearly has his head up his ass and doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. If you're not running pick and roll that off him with Dame and Giannis, but I, I get you into into an NBA playoff series. Yep. And I have Giannis, who is the most dominant player in the league outside of maybe Jokic. And I have Lillard, who's clutch and can hit shots from all over the floor. I just, I don't know how you defend that. And you have Middleton. And you have Middleton, who I always forget about. And so I... I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's Philly. Maybe it's Cleveland. Maybe it's Donovan Mitchell. I don't know who. But I, if I'm going into Miami, by Ma- the way, yeah, I mean Miami's hanging around as the sixth seed, and they could go on a magical run again. But you think Boston wants them as an eight seed? Because I don't. Probably not. I also <laughs> kind of view that year as a bit of an like that was they almost lost to the Bulls and didn't make the playoffs last year. They were that close to that happening. And what do we all say about Miami a year later if that's the case? So I I would still take Giannis and Dame over anything in the Eastern Conference. Really? I would 100%. even over Boston. Even over Boston. Okay. I need Boston to lose so bad. <laughs> We're anti-Boston. Uh, yeah, 
Lately, yes. I need it like I need air. Mm. I need Boston to be eliminated to not go to the finals and win a title. Really badly. Uh, all right, let's... Let's speaking of zig and zag. Let's zig and zag out of the basketball. Let's get to the NFL. NFL zig or zag. Next on the fan. All right, we have a lot to get to in the second hour of the show. I want to talk about the NFC title game and an element of it to start the second hour of the show. Uh, but it's time for NFL zig or zag. We do every Wednesday at six forty-five. Let's get it going. Uh, we will start in Buffalo. Those poor Bills. Poor Buffalo Bills. They did exit interviews, and their GM Brandon Bean said this quote. Steph, he's a number one receiver. I firmly believe that, not wavering off of that. Dirt zigger zag, Stephon Diggs should still be viewed as the number one wideout for the Bills. I mean, I'll zig on that. I'm not going to overreact to the way the way some folks are to a bad play or a bad game. He wasn't good in that game on Sunday. I forget which day it was. Uh, but everybody's going to have an off night. And one off night does not mean you're no longer the guy or you're not, you're not a franchise player that exists for quarterbacks as well. The only issue that I have with Stephon Diggs, and I've always had with him, is I feel like he can be a bit of a me guy. He can be a bit of a diva. He's complained quite often. He slams his helmet. Um, and so that's the stuff that I wouldn't, would, would want to get addressed. But you're not going to move on from him with Josh Allen in the prime of his career unless there's an alternative there. Maybe you can pull off the Minnesota move or you make a trade of a wide receiver and then you draft Justin Jefferson. That was, ironically, Stephon Diggs that was in that trade. So maybe that's your move. But if that isn't out there for you, you have to keep Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen. Real quick, in hindsight, you'd rather have Jefferson, right? If oh, you're not, Buffalo? Even close. not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Uh, Detroit looking for an NFC title this weekend in San Francisco. Lots of matchup things about this game, and we'll dive into it in the second hour. But specifically with coaching, Dirt Ziggur Zag, Dan Campbell will be a top three coach to you if they win this game in the entire league. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Noodling, noodling. Noodling. I'm going to zag on that. Top three coach in the NFL. Top three coach in the National Football League. Yeah, I mean, we kind of did this last year with Nick Sirianni, right? And now you look at it a year later and you say, is he a top three coach in the NFL? Well, the Eagles had won a Super Bowl like two or three years they prior. Had, I know. I'm, I know. It's the Lions. But it was a largely new roster and it was a new coaching staff. I know some of the there were some holdovers like Kelsey and some of their defensive linemen, Fletcher Cox and those guys. I, I'm not taking him ahead of some of these offensive minds. Um, Sean McVay also has a ring. I think he belongs in that conversation. What happens in Baltimore with John Harbaugh? Does he get to another Super Bowl with a different quarterback? Andy Reid is firmly in that category. Like That's just three dudes off the top of my head, not counting anybody else. And so I'm going to zag on that. It would, be, it would be huge for them, and I think it definitely ups his profile, but top three is too extreme. Uh, let's go to Baltimore where the Chiefs come in as road dogs looking to defend that AFC crown. It's their sixth AFC championship game in six years. Many, ourselves included here, thought this was the year the Chiefs get bounced early. Yep. Zig or zag, the Chiefs will only be better next season. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zig on that. No, I'll zag on that. I'll zag on that really? because of the Travis Kelsey thing. Okay, but like the one caveat I would say is they might not have Kelsey. Let's yeah. say he randomly retires. Even if he doesn't retire. You don't think they're going to go get better weapons? I just don't think it's that easy. You're going to try to go get better weapons, but can you go? I mean, they've been looking to replace Tyree Kill for two years, and they haven't been able to do it. I don't think they can get worse than what they're currently at is kind of my thing I'm getting. Yeah, I, sure. And I, I see the point. Rice has come on really strong for them late in the season yeah. as a young wide receiver, so he's only going to get better. I just I look at Kelsey. Even in a, Kelsey had a down year this year. 
in which he had all sorts of distractions. He's getting older. He had nearly 1,000 yards this It was like 984 yards. And in their biggest game last week, he was massive and scored two touchdowns. So he's coming on strong late. I, I can't say that just because I don't know who their complement of weapons will be. They're not going anywhere, though. But I can't say that they're going to be better next year than they were this year. So you're zagging. I'm zagging. Not zigging. I'm zagging on that. Let's get a Ravens one in here. Good read on The Athletic about the Ravens. They've talked this week about how going through KC kind of feels necessary. It feels right. It's like if we're going to do this, let's do it against the best team in this conference the last six seasons. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Exactly. Dirt zig or zag. This is the most anticipated AFC title game featuring Patrick Mahomes, in your opinion, in the six years of AFC title no games. No chance. No chance. Not, not even close. I think you would go not even not even close. Swag, not even close. They're road dogs. They've never close. been on the road in this game. Yeah. And they're going against the league MVP. That's a prisoner moment. Three and a half point favorite. Prisoner moment. And the best defense in the NFL. You had the first AFC title game he ever played in was against who? Tom Brady. The greatest quarterback of all time. Where'd they play? It was in Kansas City. I don't think location matters that much. You had Patrick Mahomes in his first year as a starter, win an MVP, throw 50 touchdown passes. He was the heir apparent, the next coming, the next in line, playing against the all-time great. That would have been like getting LeBron versus Jordan in a conference finals. It doesn't happen in sports that often. That was easily number one. And then you also had multiple matchups with Cincinnati. They played back-to-back years in the AFC title game. And I know it's easy to forget about Burrow and what the Bengals have done the last couple of years. But Cincinnati was there back-to-back seasons. And I think last year's game was probably more anticipated than this one. So I'm going to put it third. You were more excited about the Cincinnati-Kansas City game last year than you are for Lamar to Cincinnati had gone into Kansas City the year before and won the AFC title game. They went to the Super Bowl and Joe Burrow's basically first full year as a starter. And then they made it back to the AFC title game. That was a classic game as well. I love Lamar. I'm excited for this game, but that's an absolute prisoner of the moment thing. He's also played Josh Allen in an AFC title game. The year that we all thought Josh Allen was going to take off and be the best quarterback in the NFL. Swag, would you zig or zag it just quickly? What specifically was the Most anticipated Patrick Mahomes AFC title game in this six-year run? No, I would zag. I'd have it too. He's right. The second Burrow Mahomes. So this is bigger to you than Mahomes versus Brady. Yeah, because we didn't know what Mahomes really was. He threw 50 touchdowns and won the MVP. I understand. They were the number one seed in the AFC. They were like fourteen and two. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm zigging. I that was I'm, the best year of Mahomes' career. I'm jacked to see Lamar at this point. They're home. Mahomes on the road with a lesser team. Like I'm jacked for it. Let's let's get to this. I will carry this over. First in zigzag history. <laughs> zigzag carryover. I will carry it over because it kind of does go into our conversation. I want to have uh, eight a.m. We got Matt Mayoko covers the Niners for NBC Sports Bay Area. He did a 49ers, is this an overreaction or a proper reaction video Mm. in which he says Kyle Shanahan's play calling can be a liability for the 49ers. Take a listen to this. There were times such as Saturday night against the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round of the NFC playoffs when it seemed as if Shanahan had issues getting the 49ers offense into a rhythm with so many mouths to feed. Now, is that the play calling or the 11 players on the field simply not being in sync? Sometimes it's absolutely impossible to separate the two. The 49ers are back in the NFC Championship game for the fourth time in five seasons. But the NFL is a tough business. 
Although the 49ers, with Shanahan as their head coach, have a very strong 7-3 record in the postseason, the only box remaining for him to check is going the distance with his offense leading the way. So he says, and we'll talk to him about this at 8, Shanahan's play calling can actually become a liability. I want you to noodle on this. Zigger Zag Shanahan isn't completely trustworthy this weekend. I want to start the second hour. We'll talk about the NFC title game. Dirt and Sprague, hour two on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.